The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Eamon. Bans on private cars and commercial vehicles tra- travelling through Dublin city centre will be in place by August. That's according to the Minister for Transport, Eamon Ryan. Uh, the aim is to stop motorists from driving through Dublin city instead of to Dublin City. I'm joined now in studio by Green Party Councillor for Dublin, Michael Pigeon, and on the line by Independent Councillor and Member of Physical Impairment Ireland, uh, Gabe Cronley. Good morning and welcome to you both. Um, first of all, uh, Michael, are you enthusiastic about these plans? Uh, I really am. I really am. I think for a long time it's been really clear that the keys just don't work. And that's true if you're in a bus, if you're in a car, if you're walking along there. They're not a nice place to be. So drill down. I, I think there's been a lot of headlines about car bans and stuff that I, I don't think is quite right. Drill down. There's there's essentially two big changes coming. One is that the two keys immediately beside O'Connell Street Bridge, so that's Aston Quay and Bachelors Walk, they'd be turned into bus lanes. And then the other change is you wouldn't be able to turn left from Westland Row into Pier Street. That's pretty much it in terms of the changes. But the consequences of that are pretty pretty big. It means that if you're driving down along the keys, you won't be able to continue that journey. Uh, so so the, the idea is everywhere in the city you currently drive to, you'll still be able to drive there. But the point is uh, to stop people using the core city centre okay. as a rat run. So I'm coming, say, from the south side of Dublin. I want to go to the Abbey Theatre. How do I go? I'd say if you're going to the Abbey, I, first, first and foremost, I'd say probably consider getting the bus, have a drink and have a nice time. But if you, if you were driving in or for some okay. reason, or if you had to drive Suppose in... Suppose I'm disabled. Yeah, fair enough, exactly. But what most people with disabilities generally use public transport at a greater rate. But but let's say you do want to drive and that's, and that's or you need to or whatever it is, you would largely probably take a pretty similar route to the one you would now. Uh, you might go through Ring's End, for example. You might, if you're going to park very close to Abbey Street, I don't know which park, car park you'd be going to, but I guess you could probably take a detour around kind of Church Street a little further down. Church the Street from the south side of Dublin, say coming from uh, Goatstown. Go to Goatstown. Church Street. Yeah. So you come through. Now, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying is that everyone was going to have to kind of have a mental map of Dublin in their mm-hmm. heads. They're going to have to sit down with a map or with Google Maps or whatever, yeah. figure out how in God's name do I get to destination A, B, or C. Absolutely. And, and, and I got to say, that's, that's, that's true of any change you make in the city. And at the moment, it's so clear to me. I mean, you can't honestly think that the keys work at the moment. They don't. You know, they're so slow, slow, no, snarled but, up. I tell you what, any change will involve some change. Eamon know? Ryan says, they've done it in Paris. They've done it in London. And we're so slow here trying to get the college green made traffic free. We're so yeah. slow. The planners are da, 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 da. Right. And then I thought, well, what's different about Dublin and London and Paris? Well, uh, Pat, Paris, doesn't it have a metro? Oh, yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't it have tunnels running through? Yeah, oh, yes, it does. Uh, London, what about London? Does it have an underground? Oh, yes, it does. Does Dublin have an underground? Oh, no, it does not. Absolutely, and we need to break ground on that soon. You're not going to find any disagreement from me there. But the big no, thing... No, but why don't you do the thing that makes life possible first this, this is exactly and then the point. do the change? Exactly the point, because the big public transport in Dublin is the bus. And if you get a bus, it'll zoom in generally, and the second it hits the keys, it stops. It stops dead. I get the bus all the time. And the se- I, I, I generally, if it's not lashing, I just get off at the start of the keys and walk. Am, because am it's I, snarled I've up in traffic. The, I've driven these keys and the buses have, at some points, they have two bus lanes dedicated. Yeah. To, and there's one more that's dedicated exactly. to, to... But Pratt. they all get snarled up once you get to Aston Key, which is a narrow key where there's only really space for kind of two, two lanes realistically plus footpaths. So You mean the, one bus lane is not enough? Is that what you're saying my, for the, buses? 
I think the bottleneck is the problem. And the reason for that is because two thirds of cars going through the core city centre aren't going to the city centre. They're me going another through way. there. Show me another way. That's that's the point. That when you you know we have the M50, but we did back in the old days. We had the North and South Circular roads. Mm-hmm. Then we did another ring road around Dublin, yep. which was on through exactly. Terenure and Rathfarnham and all of that. And then we did the M50. All of them are jammers. So, uh, you know, this idea that most of the traffic, two thirds of the traffic actually just wants to get through Dublin City without uh, being hindered by people who actually want to be in Dublin City. The simple idea is a tunnel. You have the port tunnel, which works wonderfully. Here's the thing, Pat. There's a basic maths. The city has grown. The core city centre is built. We're not going to pave over the Liffey. We're not going to build a new M50 suspended across the city. The city is built. It's an old city. And the number of cars and people is growing. So we have to take measures to prioritise the bus Why in are people going in their cars? I think largely because they want to, in some cases, avoid a toll. Uh, personally, I don't think there should be a toll on the M50. I think we want people using the M50. I think in some no, cases... No, realistically, why do people take their cars through Dublin City? Isn't it because they want to get from A to B yeah. in private transport because there is no real public transport alternative? No, I think, I, th- I think the public transport is hindered because of the traffic in the core city centre. If you want to improve the bus that is stuck constantly in car traffic, there's no other way than removing that car traffic and giving the bus extra priority. So that's why we're looking at bus lanes along the quays. If you don't do it, I don't know what the other answer is. Because I, I, I know there's an element of people saying, oh, Eamon Ryan or the Greens are behind this. But if you went to the Dublin City Council Transport Committee yesterday, you had people from all parties and none saying, I, saying that they support this. There wasn't a single voice, aside from a representative from a car park owner, saying that they were against this. And, and as far as I can tell, the, the other guest you've got coming on is from Galway City Council or Galway County Council because there, there, just, there isn't that much opposition to this in Dublin City Council because people have been looking at this problem for so long. We've blew in the face and we can't figure out what other possible solution yeah, there is to free the, the bus. Isn't the there an issue here though that Dublin City Council is looking at itself, uh, its own cosy little inner city cartel Lots of people... It's not a cartel. Come, it's 500,000 people trying to live in some, a city. Like. No, no, but it's, it's, it's looking at its own particular area. Most of the people who are using the city are coming from outside the DCC area. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't, have, thought, like, I wouldn't have thought most people who are looking to cross Dublin who are coming from, say, the Midlands or other parts of the country, most, most people no, would know d- not to South, go uh, Dublin driving Fingo, along. Dublin Fingal, Dunleary Rathdown. I think a lot of those oh, cases, people Meath, are not driving down the Louth, keys. Uh, you know, all the commuter counties around... Where, for example, you know, are the parking spaces, if you have to, you want to get to, to the Red Cow, for example, and you will get a Lewis of the Red so uh, Someone cow. from Meath going to the Red Cow would no, drive through O'Connell Street no, or like no, the Keys? No, no, like, no, what I'm saying mad. is park and ride is a, a, an absolutely vital component sure, of this. Absolutely. How much extra are you going to be providing between now and August? So there's, there's new facilities like the M3 Parkway, there's new bus connects routes which are coming with some park and ride facilities and I live close enough to the Red Cow myself. I know that's used very, very heavily as a cheap park and ride throughout the day. Yeah, and uh, is it full? Uh, not not most days. No. It's full on match day, certainly. For okay, the um, we have loads of comments coming in. I'll re- bring those to you in a moment. But I want to get uh, Councillor Gabe Cronley, uh, who's a member of Physical Impairment Ireland as well. Uh, what do you make of these plans? I'm not sure how often you journey to Dublin City, but uh, coming from Galway, uh, what do you make of Dublin City's plans? Uh, I wouldn't be in favour of them. Uh, one, from uh, outside of being a councillor, I'm a person with a disability. And uh, you're actually excluding people who uh, rely on their cares to uh, to manoeuvre around Dublin. Um, it's, it's a bit of a knee-jerk reaction because where are you actually going to put all these cares that you expect to park? 
um, and then overload an overloaded public transport system. Some of the transport system is not uh, disability friendly, uh, being quite honest. Uh, I do use it myself. Uh, but, uh, you know, there was no consultation, uh, as far as I'm aware, with uh, disabled people's organisations or the representative disabled people's organisations. Uh, that's to the best of my knowledge. Uh, we rely a lot, unfortunately, uh, for hospital appointments in Dublin. And by putting this in, you're actually excluding, uh, in the last census, three quarters of a million people registered a disability. If you take, um, you know, people who are vulnerable uh, pedestrians um, who rely on their cares, who have no choice but to drive their cares, some of the public transport, uh, it, it doesn't facilitate motorised wheelchairs. What are we supposed to do? Well, um, what, what is he supposed add, to could do? Could I just, could I reassure? There isn't a single hospital. Second, oh, sorry, go ahead. Fair enough. Sure, fair enough. I didn't interrupt you. Um, that uh, if you take people, you know, age-friendly and everything else, uh, and disabilities and so forth, you're talking about 1.2 million, and we're not talking about Dublin now. We're talking about nationwide. And again, you know, I think Pat summed it up perfectly there. Yeah, you use in other cities uh, where they're doing this. There's no underground transport. You know, mm. it it is what it is on the roads and the cities and that. But bringing this in by August, uh, I don't think so. Okay, and I mean the uh, declared ambition, uh, Michael, is to deter people from driving through Dublin City. I mean that's yes. the declared ambition. Absolutely, but uh, but here's the key thing: not to. So just 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 to reassure um, the, the other guests there, there isn't a single hospital or place in Dublin that you can currently drive to that you won't be able to drive to now. Car access in Dublin City is needs to be there for the reasons he's, he's stated right. and will be maintained. This is about people going through the city centre and using it as a through route rather than a destination. OK, but you're going to make it extremely tedious for people who have to go by car, people in, with wheelchairs and so on, make it extremely tedious for them. I mean, talk about equality. It'll be quite the opposite. It'll make it'll penalise them because they happen to be suffering from a disability. I, I, I don't think that's the case because again, if you look at the core city centre and the small area that we're talking about, this is this is this is two parts of the keys essentially, and one left turn off Westmoreland Street. The idea, or uh, Westland Road, excuse me. Um, the idea that here is again trying to ensure that the space in the city centre for people who need to get there, whether that's for a hospital appointment, whether that's if they just have kids or a big shop or whatever, that space is going to be there for them and freed up for them and they won't be stuck behind traffic that has nothing to do with the city centre. I'll read you some of the comments that are uh, coming in. Uh, Can I ask you, uh, I have a locksmith business in Dublin too with service vans travelling around the city. How will that work? I don't, you know, I don't know his ex- ex- exact location. No, but the point but, yeah. is that you don't necessarily, when someone calls you, mm-hmm. you can't say, well, I'm actually in Dublin 2. Can you just uh, you know, only call me from Dublin 2? If you're in Dublin 3, don't bother because it's going to take me two hours to get across to you. That's the problem that you know, people who have to repair, install, deliver, 
they are going to be affected by this as well because once the routes are closed, the routes are closed. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure exactly the same conversation was had when Grafton Street was pedestrianised. I know it was when Capel Street was pedestrianised and those are even bigger changes than the ones that are, that are being proposed here. We're talking about two sections of the Keys. People in Capel Street. Street are very, very unhappy. There was a guy on a programme yesterday uh, who's a motor factor and, you know, he says, where are my customers? There's no one crossing my door. There's no one walking down the pedestrianised Capel Street and there's no one driving. Where where am I to? How am I to do business? I don't buy that. To me, that's that that, that street seems really successful anytime I'm there. But but I, I got to say again, wh- wh- t- when are you there at night socialising? Because no, what j- what the Green the Party seems to be doing is turning Dublin City into its vision. It imagines it's <laughs> Venice or Paris, full of cafes and restaurants and a bit of retail and no other activity. The kind of things that make cities real. No, I, I, again, Pat, I, you are right in one sense. The Green Party is trying to implement its vision. We ran on an electoral ticket with a clear vision of the city and we topped a poll across all over Dublin City. Our MEP did exactly the same on the same day. In the Your leader elections. has the lowest uh, poll numbers this morning in the Irish yeah. Times, 20%. Look, with Pat, the other leaders, Pat, here's my point. You said the Greens are implementing rate. a vision. We ran on a vision and we are trying to put it into place. I think mm. as well, the core thing is that this is no longer a Green thing that can be just dismissed as such because c- councillors from Sinn Féin, from Fianna Fáil, from Fine Gael were all talking about how necessary this step mm. is in the Transport okay. Committee. That's a publicly um, available Just meeting. more of the comments. Uh, people want to use cars because public transport is inherently unsafe. Dublin needs a transport police with full policing powers as London has and Paris has. Uh, we built the children's hospital in the city centre. What kind of thinking was that? Uh, because this is a, a hospital for all the country, Absolutely. not just for the people in Dublin 8. And yet they persisted in the vision of putting it in the most inaccessible I totally place. I, I, I think the children's hospital was put in a very weird place. I live very close to it. I don't think it should be there. But just, just to again emphasise, something like the children's hospital is completely unaffected by these access plans. There isn't a person in the country who would think of driving down Bachelor's Walk or O'Connor Street to get to the National Children's Hospital in Rialto. That would make no sense. So again there's an element of people hearing this and thinking oh I need a car for this journey or that journey when in reality we're talking about the very core city centre where most people I suspect would have the sense to avoid. Yeah, uh, there are so many uh, comments coming in, some about what changes have been wrought already. Look at all the delayed Dublin bus 83 route that uses Church Street. Every bus is late due to congestion. That's currently, that's from Alan. Uh, Have you seen Church Street since Cable Street was closed? Mm -hmm. Uh, Residents, prisoners in their own homes, constant gridlock outside their doors, early morning to late evening. That's from Paddy in Glasnevin. Uh, How do I get my children to the new children's hospital? Carry them on the Lewis Hopefully the criminal courts won't be sitting on that day. Uh, I'm a bus Can driver. Can I respond to some of these, Pat? Because in both those cases, the criminal courts and the National Children's Hospital, totally unaffected by this. So the, 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 like the notion that, that all these journeys are suddenly impossible because you can't drive down Bachelor's Walk and Aston Quay is just nonsense. Again, like we're trying to create a city where if you want to drive in, that's absolutely fine. But you have to go to the core city centre. The journeys and all the examples given of hospitals, uh, National Children's Hospital, criminal courts, none of these things are affected. Uh, if the Keys, Westland Row, Lincoln Place, four courts are closed off, main throughways are not available, how do we cross the city? None of those things are being closed off, though. Like, again, facts do actually matter. This is okay, a publicly available. Westland Row, and you want to get, say, to O'Connell Street, it's not uh, too sure, but, uh, lofty but, an ambition. So you go down Westland Row, and sorry, you cannot turn yeah, left yeah, exactly. into. So, where do I go? I'm at the bottom of Westland Row. Where you would, do I you go? Wouldn't, you wouldn't go to the bottom of Westland Row. No, I, I've arrived there. 
well, why would you, you do know? that, Pat? Because like, that's what that's I've like always saying, done. Well, that, let, no, I'm a visitor to Dublin City. That's what I've always done. Suddenly I'm confronted with this. Where do I go? Because I'm like, stuck. That's like saying you're at the bottom of Grafton Street and you want to get to the other end of Grafton Street. Where do I go? Obviously, there are other routes around there, but the city has changed when Grafton Street was pedestrianised. This is going to be a change. Mm. But all of the examples of all of the texts you've read out are completely unaffected. If you were driving to the Four Courts today or you're driving to the Four Courts after this change, you'd go exactly the same way because it's not affected. In fact, you'd have a faster journey because you wouldn't be contending with all the true traffic. I live in Glasnevin Ballygall area of Dublin 11. I can tell you that we're now a glorified free car park for motorists who leave their cars to get the bus into town. So much for the greening of the city. We have all the pollution here. Apart from housing, our area has seven schools and accommodation for older people who are now exposed to this pollution on a daily basis. God only knows what kind of health issues will ensue in the future. How is this progress. All of those in favour of this no traffic plan for the city will succeed in doing is to hollow out the city centre further and destroy businesses. All we will end up is a huge temple bar. In other words, drink, eat, maybe do a bit of fashion shopping and go home. That's it. That's your Dublin city. No, I don't think so at all. And I think if you look at the most hollowed out parts of the city, it's often the ones where it's nothing but car traffic and your pedestrians are forced to scurry around. Like, do we honestly think that um, Bachelor's Walk is could be a lovely place, but is it a nice spot at the moment? Is Merchant's Quay along the Keys? Are these nice places? No. People don't go to the Keys in Dublin because they're traffic-ridden, mm. they feel unsafe, they're not pleasant places to be. Whereas in most other cities, the river is kind of the core of the city and somewhere to go. I couldn't tell you the last time. Lots of places you go in Dublin for a walk or a shop or something like that. The Keys wouldn't be one of them at the moment. And that's yeah. because we've... With we've three lanes of buses, you're telling me it'll be a wonderful place? No way. It will not. It'll be oppressive. Anyway, Councillor Michael Pigeon, Green Party Councillor for Dublin and uh, Councillor Gabe Cronley, Independent Councillor for Galway, Member of Physical Impairment Ireland. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.